Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. <laughs> you're just proud of yourself. Open I knew yawning. you were looking at Welcome to Talkin' Tofu, a vegan food podcast. I'm Becky Streepy. <laughs> I'm, I'm David Streepy. This week on the show, we'll talk about potato casserole and eat strawberry, graham, oat, milk, ice cream from Simple Truth. Yeah, we will. We'll talk about, yeah, we're doing, yep. All those, did you get the text I sent you? I sent you a picture. Becky can't see this. Uh, truck that's out the window. So I took a picture of it. Did is that his truck? I haven't received it. It is. I'm seeing him walk out to it right now. Oh, see, you could have just I waited. I wonder who I sent this text to. Not me. I d- no, I sent it to you. It's still sending. Okay. But I've answered the question in the meantime that that is his truck. Cool. Yeah. Anything else? He's walking out to it now. Now he's getting into it. Everyone where we record is next to the the window in my office and I'm starting to think that from a from a focus hey. perspective that was a poor decision. Hey. Hey. It's not nice. Hey Dave. I hey. I'm a, eager for human interaction and to be back in the world and so I'm sorry that I'm watching the world through the window and commenting on the wild stuff that's happening out there. Like somebody parked a truck in front of our house. They parked it the opposite direction. They're mm. going to get a ticket if if it's not the guy who's coming and going, then that person's going to get a ticket. And then that will be a whole thing to watch. That's So true. I've got to plan my day <laughs> so that I'm available when the ticket comes uh-huh. so I can watch that. The whole thing. Yes. Well, I was going to ask how you're doing. Well, it's complicated. It sounds like that's how you're doing. Eager to the thing you said. What? Start in the world. Get back to the Start. world, people. Yeah, I want to get the vaccine. Me too. We get that vaccine. Get out in the world. Everybody's getting the vaccine. Yes. I'm everyone. not eligible yet. No, we are not eligible yet, but we are on a wait list in case this one place by our house has any leftovers at the end of the day. So yeah, feels like a weird way to go about getting vaccinated. What do you mean? I don't know. It's, it's not, it's like getting tickets to a concert. It's like you go to the fish show without a ticket and you've got your fingers in the well, air. That's what it is. That's what it is. It's not though. It would be if the tickets were being distributed on a needs-based basis. Right. 
Like your example is there's just a limited number and everybody can get it. You just got to get there first. Whereas ours is it's needs based and we're not in the category of need yet. Yeah. We're in the category of strong want. Strong want. Strong want. Yeah. So if there's any shots extra, if you got extras. This comes out like in two weeks. Need a miracle. Nobody's going to. Oh, boy. (laughs) Need a miracle. Oh, boy. Um, I stayed up too late last night playing video games, and then I couldn't sleep in this morning. And then I got up, and I drank coffee and didn't eat breakfast. And then for lunch, I had a hot dog. And I guess my point is that (laughs) I feel like shit. Yeah. Just like garbage. (laughs) I feel like an empty human-shaped shell sitting here being gross. Gross and grosser would be the movie I'd make. Yeah. If I I had to make a movie about how I feel right now. Bandit has wedged himself into the spot between my chair and the wall right here. I just moved my foot and was like, what's this fluffy thing? It's our dog. That's what you did last time. I'm going to take a picture. I'll put it on our socials. Also, I think I undercooked the hot dog. Yeah, you definitely so, well, did. Don't, don't, do, well, don't do it like that. I'm basing my assessment yeah, on... Yeah, you definitely did. Well, I was basing my assessment on the temperature, but I not don't, the texture. Well, it had been a minute since I took it out of the air fryer. But all the way through, it felt like it wasn't warmed all the way through. Well, I didn't, I didn't react to it that strongly. Hmm. And I don't think... My point is not that I ate an undercooked hot dog and I feel like garbage. Right. I think I would have felt like garbage if... Like a hot dog... As the only thing that you've eaten by one o'clock in the afternoon, it's not smart. It's not a good okay. It's not a good idea. Becky burped. That's just why the, I said okay. Just the thought of that undercooked hot burped, dog made me burped burp. at me. Sorry, I had a, a taco. Yeah, you did have a taco. I didn't have a taco. No, we ordered taco. We ordered a takeout from El Mariachi last night, and when. I think I've mentioned this before that I plan for leftovers. So when I get takeout, I always put half of it away so I can eat takeout twice. It's a bit of a flex. It's not a flex. And then I do the same thing for the kid. I put half of his away. So so he and I had leftover El Mariachi for lunch. And then Dave had these hot dogs that did him wrong. Because I ate the whole meal yesterday. I know. I ate it all. I'm you. You did. I'm just saying, if you plan for leftovers, you can have them because we had if enough chips. If I plan chips. for leftovers, I might be hungry. No, because we had enough chips. How do you know how hungry you're going to be? Because I got a ton of chips. Chips are going to make you feel like garbage too if you eat too many of those. That's probably true. Yeah. It's the price you pay for having having a second takeout meal the next day. Is that you only kind of enjoy both? Oh, I super enjoy both. But then you just said you ate a whole bunch of chips because you were still hungry. I didn't feel like garbage, though. Maybe you're just being defiant now. No. No, I'm not, though. You got kind of grumpy. When? Last night. I was? Yeah. Was I? Not like like markedly grumpy, but... Was I grumpy? <laughs> I didn't feel like I was grumpy. I felt fine. Well, well, we're in a grumpy situation in the evenings this week. And so, but I think that maybe your diet fed into (laughs) that. that. Right. 
it was a lot of chips. Right. We're grumpy because we're having a bit of a bedtime strike with the child this week. So mm-hmm. he's a lot out of last late night. He was up later than me last night and the night before that. But so it's a grumpy situation anyway. Mm-hmm. And then you might have had a little bit of chip grump. Chip grump. Feeding into that. Classic chip grump. Yep. Classic chip grump. How are you? Are you waiting for that? I know. I was anticipating that, though, and trying to think of how I am (laughs) real quick. I knew it was coming, and I was like, how am I? He's going to ask. I'm okay. I did a nice long yoga practice this morning and yesterday morning, so that was good. That felt good. And what else? It was my birthday this week. Yeah, it was. I'm very excited. Second quarantine birthday. Yep. The quarantine began on my birthday and it continues. Did it begin on your birthday? I thought it was the 11th. 11th was when it was announced to be a pandemic. 13th was when was the last day of school. Hmm. The 16th was that Monday. And that was our first official day of lockdown. Because I went out to lunch that weekend. Remember the, the Sunday I met a couple friends for brunch. And yeah. I picked up a couple slices of And then of you did that again cake. this last Sunday to commemorate. Nope. <laughs> sure didn't. Went to a, a dental brunch where everybody just ate with their mouths open. Mm-hmm. But we did have um, – we, we did celebrate my birthday here in the house. I got takeout on my birthday. The night before my birthday, Dave and the kid made me – mostly Dave – poke bowls. Using vegan Z Star salmon, um, which were delightful. Which, I mean, well, let's talk about your gift, your birthday gift. Yes, my birthday gift, y'all, was a massive box from GTFO. It's vegan, full of all the things. Yes, and I want to give GTFO. It's vegan a shout out because I placed the order, and then I had coupon issues or some question about using a coupon or something after the fact. Uh, and I thought it would just be like an email exchange, thought it was worth a shot to try and get some resolution. Um, and they called on the phone. They called me and we talked it through and they were very positive um, and very helpful and went above and beyond. It was the kind of thing too, like it wasn't like they had done anything wrong. They were just trying to help make things better and even better than they already were, which was good. So shout out to them. That's a really what's the website? What's the URL? Is it gtfoitsvegan.com? I think so. Yeah. I'll double check that on my phone while you continue. That that was it. It was just a very great customer service experience, very great shopping experience. And I bought way too much uh food from them. Yeah. We'll be reviewing some of that food on upcoming episodes for sure. And then I made the Poke Bowl, which uh, the the salmon part was good, and then I felt like just wasn't green enough. I didn't have enough green stuff in there. It was super beige. Well, part of the beigeness was because the veggie that I wanted was cauliflower. Usually we do broccoli, and that adds a nice pop of color. Also, we usually slice an avocado on top, but I needed an avocado for a recipe I was shooting the next day, so we did not do an avocado on top. The other two avocados were not ripe yet, and so that's not something you could really plan for because, you know, avocados ripen 
when they ripen. You can't, you can't tell them it's my birthday. They don't care. Yeah. Yeah. And then today we are awaiting a delivery. We are? Yes. Aren't we? For what? Baked goods. From oh, Flower yeah. and Time. Yeah. Flower and Time is an uh, Atlanta vegan bakery. We can talk about them next time. Hey. Yeah. We got a review. <laughs> yeah? Is it good? good one, one star. One star. We talk about the same shit every week at the same emotional level. That's what it says. Yeah. Did you write this review? Yep. Yep. Is that why it says David sandbag, Streepy is the name? Uh, myself with bad reviews. <laughs> Um, so this is a review. <laughs> the name of the reviewer is, I don't want to say. Oh, the <laughs> name is you. They, that is the name or you don't want to say their name. I don't want to say is the name. Oh, it's what they wrote as their name. This, this is going good. Yep. Did you read this already? Yes. Okay. My first time ever rating a podcast. Hmm. This pod is truly a delight. And then they wrote veggie delight trademarked. I thought myself for many years to be a meat substitute sommelier, so it's great to hear there's a welcoming community subculture regarding vegan taste alikes. Love Becky and Dave's dynamic and their humor so much. There's a familiarity to the whole show that makes it so easy and relaxing to listen to. Thank you for making my school commute a hundred times better. Oh, wow. I don't want to say, what a nice thing to say. I I don't want to say thank you. I do. But- (laughs) <laughs> but I'm going to. You just stepped all over my joke. I'm sorry. I was so delighted by this review. I don't. It was five stars. I was joking about it being one star. Listener. I don't want to say that was a great review because that would be tooting our own horn. But I don't want to say that was a great review. It was. And I'd be happy to to read another one if another person left one. Yeah. Sometime. And if you did a clever name too that makes <laughs> phrasing uh, comments to you and a, a delight too, that's cool too. Yeah, I wish you could see the look on Dave's face. Stop! It is pure childlike delight. I love it so much. <laughs> I don't want to say this is your fault. <laughs> but <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Stop looking at me. I'm sorry. I'll look over here. I've been happy in months. <laughs> really? I'm joking. Oh <laughs> that would be how I told you. <laughs> also, we live together. You would know if I wasn't happy. That's true. I would probably I figured that out. I'd tell you. <laughs> yeah. How do you know if David Streepy is unhappy? Don't worry, he'll tell you. It's true. That's the that uh, that old vegan joke. Oh, is that what that is? Jesus Christ. <laughs> I don't uh, want to say the, thank that... you, thank you for the nice review. We loved it, and if you, I like... do want to say that. Oh, you do want to say that? <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for the nice review, comma. I don't want to say. And if you would like to leave us a review, we will read it on the pod. Five stars, please. But don't you. I'll read any review. I'll read the bad reviews. Maybe. No, I don't think I'll read the bad reviews. Let's not. I'll read the bad letters, though. If you write us a bad letter, as long as it's not lewd or problematic, I'll read that letter. Ben is trying to leave. <laughs> He's like, this sucks. Oh, I rolled my chair. 
Oh, buddy. <laughs> this is what you do? No wonder you don't let me this in. Sucks. Boring in here. I didn't know a dog had a thumb, let alone a thumbs down. That wasn't good. Guys. Guys, True. what are you doing here? Is this all you do? What's Bandit doing that talking Tony's? Hey, welcome to Talking Tony's. This is David Streepy. This is a segment where we do a news item from the vegan world in the in the world that's a news headline. And this week's headline. Why do you look at me like that when I do this? I'm just listening. This, headline, this is my listening face. That is not your listening face. I've known you long enough to know what your listening face is. <laughs> this is- headline is. This one's from Veg News. So. <laughs> Definitely UK vegans get ready or site B. No, not UK. Oh, plant-based news is is the UK vegans. I think they both are. I think it's just that it's a great time to be vegan in the UK right now. Okay. This headline, this one's from veg news. I said that already. Um, It's March 18th, 2021. Yesterday. Wow. I guess I don't need to say that. This is recently. (laughs) Target is launching vegan oat milk ice cream bars. Bars. And this is a long headline. Okay. Hold your response. And you can get them for under $5. I like every part of that sentence. Target. The subheadline continues. Target's new in-house brand Favorite Day offers 700 sweet and savory products, including a vegan ice cream line. On April 5th. This is in the future. Is it in the future? Mm-hmm, okay. Mm-hmm. The next Monday. Nobody listens to this the day it comes out. We don't know that. Back on April 5th, <laughs> retail, 2021, <laughs> retail giant Target will launch 700 sweet and savory products under its new in-house brand favorite day, including new vegan ice cream options. They were developed by Target's internal team of food scientists and recipe developers to give customers indulgent options at affordable prices. Everything in the product line priced below $15, which is nice. Fair. $15 is still kind of Yeah, I wonder what the high end, but I wonder what these What's that 14.99 product? Right. I wonder what what do you think it would be? Maybe it's a really huge pack like a family pack with like 20 ice cream bars so this is 700 products some of which are ice cream it's not 700 ice cream products so i think like sky's the limit here so what do you think of in that grocery section at target that's around 15 dollars? is it all dairy alternatives i don't think so and i don't think it's all vegan i'm just like picture that section what could cost 15 dollars Fifteen dollars? Golly. Maybe some kind of toilet paper. Like a big, 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 big. Okay. So this is like a very large line. I'm just extrapolating, yeah. Okay. They said they're seven hundred, that's very large. Fourteen ninety nine, but groceries? I don't know. Maybe some wines? Are they doing wine? That's it. The sky's the limit. Okay. There is no right answer. I have no answer on this phone. I'm going to say wines. Then. You're going to say wines. Okay. I'm going to say paper products. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say trash bags. I'm going to say pizzas. Are pizzas 
pricey? Not that That's pricey. That's a banana, Michael. What <laughs> could it cost? $10? Hey, guys, guess who does the grocery shopping? <laughs> no, I just, yeah, how many, I just did a grocery order this morning. You did. You did. I'm wow, just... way to feed into stereotypes there. <laughs> Pull my weight. I you do. do. The chores. You do. I'm flexing my biceps right now. Yes. And I'm pulling imaginary weights. Those are the biceps he uses to do the chores. <sighs> Those are uh, your laundry folding biceps. I vacuumed. Yeah. When? You did? Not today. Oh. Really, I have vacuumed. Oh, yeah. We really need to vacuum. I uh, thought about changing the sheets this morning. You did? You mentioned that we ought to do no, that. No, I did that yesterday. Oh. <laughs> and then I thought about it today. Okay. The day's not over yet. It's true. Anything is possible. Look, I broke... We're going to get gross now. I broke my toe mm-hmm. February 27th. We are in the same sheets. Yeah. As I'm, when I broke my toe. I'm not saying we don't need to change our sheets. It's disgusting. It's disgusting. We're I agree. gross garbage people. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm not saying we're not gross garbage people. I don't know how I'm going to cope after the vaccine and I have to go out and live to the world standards again because <laughs> I haven't worn deodorant in a long time. Yeah. Have I you don't, noticed, by the way? I haven't. You haven't noticed my waft? There, I haven't noticed a waft of any kind. Do you smell it now and tell me if it smells? I mean, I'm like kind of plugged in here with the headphones. I can everything. come over to you. Okay, because yeah, okay. you don't have headphones. Come over and you tell me if I smell. I mean, I'm we'll hugged. Go back to this article in a minute. Not a waft. No? No. But, I'm smelling it and it's... Whew. Oh, I'm not smelling a waft. I will say though, I think a common thing that people talk about... Actually, I was just listening to Hysteria this morning, a podcast that I love. And they were... Death t- Leopard? Yes. And, the, and Def Leppard was saying that there's all these articles coming out about how um, skinny jeans aren't cool anymore. Says who? I don't know. I'm still going to wear them. I like them. But um, the point that the hosts were making was that um, jeans suck. Wearing jeans sucks. Jeans are not comfortable. Why are we wearing jeans? If the pandemic has taught us one thing, they said, it's that we should all be wearing leggings all the time. Sweatpants. Yeah, I get the sentiment. I agree with the sentiment, I guess. I like jeans. I think, though, the transition... I like the way I look in jeans. Yeah, but the transition back to actually wearing people pants is my point. I think things like that, we all have those things. Yeah. Deodorant, people pants, shoes. Yeah, but I think there's going to be the stuff that you're mindful of, the stuff that you're aware of, and there's going to be the stuff you just forgot about how to live in the world that is a part of living in the world. Mm-hmm, and I think sure. it's going to be that thing. Like if I yawn in public, I cover my mouth. If I yawn at home, I don't. I didn't think about that until just now. <laughs> that I'm going to have to remind myself out in the world to cover my mouth when I yawn. Yeah. Because it's gross if you don't. Yep. You know, like... There's probably a thousand things like that. There's probably one thing like that for every item on Target's um, flagrant day line. Sorry, what's it called? <laughs> it's definitely favorite day. Flagrant day. <laughs> <laughs> but there's probably like a million little tiny things like that. Yeah. You know? I agree. Like I probably scratch a part of my body 
and don't even like think about the fact that you scratched your head I when know, I did that. I know, it made me itchy. <laughs> and don't even think about like that. And I'm not even like being like suddenly like a part of the body. I just mean like it could be my armpit. It could be like – and I'm not even thinking about it because I'm at home all the time. You know, I'm on Zoom or whatever and, and I'm mindful of it there. But like it's going gonna, it's gonna to be hard. Mm-hmm. And that's all like under the radar stuff. That's stuff that, yeah, we're all agreeing that we're going to be kinder to each other and more accepting of like the transition back into society. But I don't think we're ready for that level of accepting. Yeah. To be like, gross, man, it's gross. <laughs> you did the gross thing. Just embrace it. Right. Like, yeah, let's all wear sweatpants. I'm all for that. But I like jeans. I miss jeans. I miss, I miss dressing a little bit nicer. It just feels silly to do around here, you know? Mm-hmm. I did purchase a pair of joggers that are I'm just not going to wear until we're in the world again. Mm. Because why would I put on something that has a button yeah. when I don't need to? I don't think I've buttoned a button on clothing in a year. Yeah. Zippers because of hoodies, but have right. a button. Oh, maybe when I had to wear a coat in the winter. Yeah. Hey. Uh, I'm not done with it. Oh, I, are we still in talk? No, you don't. Don't close the segment out. I'm not even done with the article. I take back those beeps. We're making. So I said pizzas and then you were like, somebody doesn't do the chores. Oh, yeah. Okay. So if it wasn't pizza, would it be like bulk drinks? Like sodas, like yeah. juices, like spritzers. Ooh, like kombucha. Kombucha. Like a big jug of kombucha. Yeah. Um, fancy yogurts. Mm-hmm. Um, probably some meat products, I would assume. Yeah. That stuff costs money. Yeah, some of that stuff's expensive. Um, so, but getting more specific, the new... Flagrant favorite day vegan ice cream pint options are similar to those offered by the Archer Farms brand, which I got to say, there's one, it's like vanilla cake and yeah, it's vanilla cake. Super good. Super good. That's an ice cream? Yeah. Okay. I just, because we talked about it so long ago. Oh, okay. Uh, Did we talk about it? No, no, no. That, that this is ice creams. Oh, you mean so long ago in this same episode. Sorry. <laughs> Strawberry fudge, cashew caramel, vanilla bean, caramel fudge, peanut butter chocolate. However, the favorite day line expands Target's vegan ice cream selection to new oat milk based bars, a four pack of which retail for $4.49. So that's not even less than $5 for a bar, which is like Magnum territory. This is $4.49 for four. Ridiculously cheap. Yeah, that's awesome. That's ridiculously cheap. You are you are not as excited about this as I expected you to be. I am very excited. I feel that there are quite a few vegan ice cream bar options out there, but compared to the number of vegan ice cream options, not that many. And um, I love an ice cream bar. Ice cream dipped in chocolate on a stick, the greatest. Yeah, So Delicious is like the champion of that, I think. They make yeah. really good ones. They do great ones. I do like the vegan Magnum bars, though. We got those ones. You didn't? Didn't oh, like them. I enjoyed them very much. Didn't like them. But I agree that So Delicious is the MVP right now. Yeah. Also, it feels like let let the condom guys have Magnum. Like, just change the name. Like, just get out of that. <laughs> get out of that park. You know? Yeah. Like, let the, the society have said. 
When you say Magnum, it's a condom. Or an ice cream bar. But that's my point. Like, just just let them have it. <laughs> Spend that energy building a new brand. It's a good ice cream bar. It is. People will pay attention to whatever the new name is. Yeah. Like, well, how much effort is, is it probably for them to be like, we've got to differentiate ourselves from the condoms so that people know when they say Magnum, they're talking about the ice cream bar for families. For families. So tell me about these um, ice not, cream bars from Target. not the condoms for preventing families. <laughs> to tie that up. That's good. Yeah. Tell you what? What flavors? What flavors? There are three flavors. Peanut. Vanilla salted caramel. Guess the third one. You want to guess the third one? Cookies and cream. Nope. Two more guesses. Chocolate peanut butter. Oh, no. There's already a peanut. One more guess. Oh, I Becky Streepy. (laughs) (laughs) Is that a clue? Will you guess? You'll never escape if you can't guess my third flavor. (laughs) Peach. Peach is my third. My third guess. Such a shame. You'll never escape my forest now. You're trapped forever. Is this a leprechaun? No. <laughs> I'll tell you who I am later. <laughs> Look for me in the show notes. <laughs> the third flavor is forest fruit. Forest fruit. Forest fruit. What fruit is in the forest? Berries. Acorns? They- yeah. Is it berries? Apples? Apples are in a forest? I don't know. They're in an orchard. Don't waste my time. <laughs> <laughs> I the Berries. Probably berries. You think it's berries? You think berries are the forest fruit? Listener, get at us. Well, I mean, April the- 5th, we'll all know. Yeah, that's true. But this comes out long before that. Not long before that. And nobody's going to listen to it for two to three years anyway. Forest fruit. Yep. Oh, oh! It's in the picture. <laughs> the forest fruit flavor is the box in the in the picture. Veg news, you've done it again. <laughs> uh, oh, it says forest fruit and raspberry. But my eagle eye here sees a picture of a blueberry. Ooh! So I'm going to say blueberry and raspberry Yum. are your forest fruits think that the blueberry is a forest fruit, nor do I think of raspberry as a forest fruit. I don't think of any fruit as a forest fruit, really. It's a cute name, though. It evokes an image. I wonder, isn't there a forest treat, like a kind of cake or a kind of... Black forest? Isn't that... That's a ham. No, I think you're right. Black forest cake. Yep. It's got like cherries. Okay. So maybe that's what this is. A chocolate sponge cake with a rich cherry filling. That... I remember now that in college, I worked at the Piccadilly and the sweet. So I was on the line at Piccadilly. Oh, wait. That was talking to news. This is Nostalgia Corner. Oh, boy. I'll stop. No, I love it. Go for it. I I love your stories about working at the Piccadilly because some wild stuff happened to you. Some wild stuff happened to me. Then I don't like to talk about on here. <laughs> but um, one of the, the so when I was there, my job was to work on the food line. And the way that it's set up, when you go into the Piccadilly, you walk down kind of a line, you get your tray, and you put your tray on a 
surface and you push the tray down and you go in the stages of different types of food, you ask the person on the other side of the of the line, like, if you want something and they scoop it up, serve it on a dish and then hand you the dish. And there's dessert salads and then like the proteins, which was like, there'd have to be a guy carving a big roast beef and like, you know, all of that stuff. And he had to wear a hat, had to wear a chef's hat so that you knew that he was the, the car. That's been true anywhere I've ever been that's had like a station like that. That they that have to wear the that. The guy cutting the roast beef the has to wear. Hat. It's not fluffy. It's just like straight and up. Oh, it doesn't like have like the, the cloud at the top, no, like in a picture of a I've chef? I've never seen a real chef that had that. <laughs> well, the, the Swedish chef on the Muppets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the only that's one. That's what I was picturing. That I've ever seen that wasn't drawn. And then it's like the steamed veggies or whatever. And then you check out and you go to your table. Dessert is your first stop? Yeah, that's the weird thing is that dessert is first. And the reason is it goes from cold to hot. So you don't want to put your dessert at the end because, A, it's all cold desserts. And you don't want – because that hot food section gets really hot. Like it's basically a big tub of boiling water. And like, or just under boiling, like super hot water. And then you've got these containers of food on top of that. So it's the heat from the water that's like keeping all the food warm. So a lot of people think it's heat lights from above keeping the food warm, but it's the hot water underneath that keeps the food warm. Cool thing to know if you ever want to start your own Piccadilly. So the dream job was to work. Dream job insofar as the line at Piccadilly goes. Right, right. Was to work in the cold section because that heat just like wafts on you all day and you're just sweating and sweating and sweating and then you burn yourself like whenever you take something out, like if it would hit you or you get steam burns or whatever. So it'd be great to work over in the cold section. And in the cold section, they had black forest cake. <laughs> 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 so that's how I know what Black Forest Cake is. <laughs> what are we talking about now? We're going to talk about a potato casserole that we've talked about before, but... Little pecans? Well, well... What? Why are you hung up be, on that? That could be pasta cast, though, too. Oh, yeah. Pocast? Potcast? Mm, I wish. <laughs> oh, your lips to God's ears. All right. Oh, Georgia. Yeah. So the potato casserole is basically like a loaded baked potato bit- roll. No, that's a potato roll. Yeah. Potasserole. 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 That's good. I know. You like instantly, your reflex was to dismiss it and be like, <laughs> bad idea. Let's move on. And then, and then I had to reel it in. about the idea, like, Grabbed your shoulder. I was, <laughs> I was like, like, no, stay a minute. Stay oh, just please. one minute. Because potatoes have a, are a good source of potassium. So normally, we make this potato casserole um, potasserole. by cooking up potato pieces either in the Instant Pot or on the stove, and then we toss it into a big baking pan with bacos. Yes, they're vegan. And olive oil and garlic powder, and then I top it with cheese and bake it, and then you serve it. After you've baked it and the cheese is all melted, you dish up bowlfuls and serve it with whatever loaded baked potato toppings you want. It's a real dream. But this week, instead, I tried something new. 
instead of steaming the potato pieces in the Instant Pot, which is what I normally do, I did them in the air fryer and I did half potato pieces and half cauliflower because I really just felt like I wanted more veggies in our day and I didn't want to have to make a whole separate veggie side. And I thought surely covered in cheese and bacon and loaded baked potato toppings is a way that I could get everybody on board about cauliflower. And it worked. It it worked. You commented while we were eating it that this was great. It was great. Great seems like a good review to me. As so a that's- Trojan horse for cauliflower, though. Yes. I don't – well, and that's what I'm saying. Like, it made – I would have liked it without the cauliflower. I didn't object to the presence of the cauliflower, but I resent the notion that I needed to be fed veggies in a milkshake. <laughs> you don't love cauliflower. I – don't hate cauliflower though, which I think is what the Trojan horse like is meant to circumvent. Mm. I never shut it down. Okay. I don't get excited about it like you get excited about it. I love there's, cauliflower. There's a difference there though. So tender. And I think you yep. are, are quick with the wagging finger of you don't like this food, you don't like that food. And I think to that, I would say, I don't hate that food. Well, that's good. Yeah. Great. Well. Yeah. We just need to change our perspective. Yeah. Need to swap out our lenses. Mm-hmm. It's like at the eye doctor. Yeah. Do you commit to doing that? I commit. Here, I commit to that. To doing what? Swapping out the lenses like at the eye doctor. Uh, of what? I get that you're clear on the metaphor, but what are we really talking about? <laughs> Vegetables. And you. Bring it home. <laughs> not Hashtag not all vegetables. I don't think that's what you want to do. <laughs> it's not. It's not. Uh, Dave doesn't hate every vegetable. He just has specific circumstances about each vegetable. Okay. it's fair enough. I'm not going <laughs> to prolong this. Did I get close? close? Yeah, B plus. Awesome. All right. Well, that was a pretty short. Listening. Oh, that was a what? pretty short segment. But I think that is but all. No. We, is that's pretty much it, right? Well, you accused you, what you <laughs> what you said <laughs> what that it was the perfect way to give cauliflower to my toddler husband. I think <laughs> you can't blame me for getting a little distracted. I can't. What else do you want to talk about with it? Oh. I put hot sauce on it, and we put green onions and sour cream. I don't like cream. green onions. Oh, you didn't do green. <laughs> 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 well, good night, I didn't everybody. have those. I didn't have those because I didn't like it. But that's that's a garnish. That's like we had sour cream. I liked it and hot sauce. I liked it. <laughs> Is that everything we put on top? With cheese, tomatoes. I liked it. Tomatoes, diced I, tomatoes. Liked those. Yes, that's what I liked. Yes. And can we just take a pause and talk about my journey with tomatoes? Yeah. I've been on a big journey with tomatoes. Tomatoes are back in my life, and I'm a champion of tomatoes now. But I don't get any parades for that. You do. No, I never get a parade for that. What I get is the opposite of a parade for when I don't like a food. What's the opposite of a parade? No raid. That's not a real thing. (laughs) It's not. Uh, uh, Do I get a funeral? No. What's uh shame, shame, shame? What's that? That's the opposite of a parade. 
Which, by the way, the shame lady from Game of Thrones mm-hmm. is Rebecca from Ted Lasso. Learned that this week. Do you know what I'm talking about? Shame, shame, shame. Yes, yes. When they walk Cersei. Spoiler. Oh. 10-year-old so, spoiler. When they walk Cersei down and she's going shame, shame, shame. That's Rebecca from Ted Lasso. Whoops. Cool. Well, <laughs> when you're done with your video, oh, well, you can react wait. to that cool fact about that show that you love and that other show that you used to love. Hang on, I'm throwing you a tomato parade. I thought you were going to help me find out what the difference, what the different, thanks, thanks for the parade, what the different, what the opposite of a parade was. What is it when certain... Tar and feathering, a tar and feathering. I don't think we want to do that. Um, (laughs) I mean, that is the opposite though, right? What's this shame, shame, shame? I don't know what that's called. You're not reacting to the cool casting note that I have about the shame lady. You already told me about that. And I was Yeah, a minute ago. No, I've been talking about it for like five minutes. Shame parade. Oh boy. Name. A Sharivari, alternately spelled Shivery, also called Skimmington, was a folk custom in which a mock parade was staged through a community (laughs) accompanied by a discordant mock serenade. What is it called? A shivery or a skimmington. A skimmington. That's a really cute name. That's great. That skimmington's got a monocle but on. Don't for give me sure. that. No, I would never skimmington you. I don't get any parades. All I get are skimmingtons. Cut everything else out. I already out closed in YouTube. I was going to do the music again. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Is this now is the segment inappropriate length? <laughs> yeah, you want to eat something great. new? Great. Yeah. Do you want to intro? You no. do it. You do it. You do it. You what do this is, one. What is it? This, it's on the back. Why looking. do I make a rundown? I'm looking. <laughs> All right. Hey, now it's time for... This is why I don't do it. Now it's time for a segment called Let's Eat Something New. Why are you looking at me? I'm enjoying. It's time for a segment called Let's Eat Something New. And this week we're uh, talking about ice cream again. We talked about ice cream a little bit earlier. And now we're going to talk about ice cream again. This is a new flavor. Of, we could just do it. It is a real ice cream episode. That's a good point, Dave. We talked about ice cream a lot. We had the tofu, to news segment about ice cream. And now we're talking about ice cream again, specifically Simple Truth, oat milk, oh. strawberry, graham, ice cream. Although I don't think they call it ice cream because of laws. When I, uh, when I think about this episode, it's more like... Talking brain freeze. <laughs> it's, it's cold. Yeah, it's ice cream. Cold foods. Mm-hmm. They give you. And then yeah. we got frozen food from GTF being in tune. If we ate that while it was cold without cooking it, we'd get a brain freeze. To forget it. Do you want to talk about what was in this ice cream? What? Yeah. Go for it. He keeps throwing to me. All right, it's strawberry ice cream. It's a strawberry oat milk ice cream, and it has graham crackers in it, right? Mm-hmm. Does it have anything else? Is it just those two things? I have pulled up a picture here. Woo, hello. And all this simple truth packaging for the these non-dairy ice creams all look like there's something from like Main Street USA 
at Disney World. They're all like, they look so old timey and it's so weird because the rest of Simple Truth's branding is like pretty slick, pretty modern. Yeah. It does look old timey. It's the stripes on the top, I think, that yeah. really drive home that like old timey look to me. Yeah. Yeah. It's just strawberry ice cream with graham cracker pieces. It's important. It's important to point out. I don't know why I can't talk. Is, um, it is the pink kind of strawberry ice cream, not ice cream with like strawberries in it. Yeah. There weren't a lot of strawberry pieces. Which is like, that's strawberry ice cream though. That's a variety. Yeah. That is like a type. Like, I think, and this isn't a dig on this ice cream, but I think we need, we won't be there with non-dairy ice cream until we have like that lower quality version of like a rectangle of ice cream. That's all just like one color, nothing, no definition to it, nothing inside of it. Just like that, that broad block of ice cream or like the Neapolitan. I was about like that to broad say Neapolitan. That that's just funny. has the three colors in it, but there aren't chunks or anything like that in there. Like the vanilla ice cream that doesn't even have like the, the specks in it. Yeah, it's not even pretending right. to be vanilla adjacent. Right. Like we need that low budget ice cream. Yeah. To really like, I think once I see that, then I'll be like, we did it. Looks like we, we did made it, Joe. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we went two different directions. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I will say I really enjoyed this ice cream. I don't remember why I purchased it. I purchased it. Well, that explains it. Why did you purchase it? What, what, what? like, how did you come across it? That's what I want to know. Cause we're not going to the store. You put your order together. Yeah. And then you toss it to me. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'll add like a six pack of beer or something to it. Mm-hmm. And the, I was looking through the ice cream and they had it. And I said, let's get that. That was a great decision. Well, I'll tell you. Yes. You and the child uh-huh. ate some. And yep. then the next night, I had the rest because daddy gets a little bit more. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? Daddy gets a little nope. more dessert mm-hmm. than everybody else. <laughs> Save a little extra for daddy. Um, so I was eating through, the, I had like the rest of the pint. Like you guys had scooped out, mm-hmm. and then I had the pint. Probably like, probably a third of the pint. So daddy didn't get that much more. So I was eating through it. I got maybe, so it was probably like, probably like 20, 20 scoopings, mm-hmm. like spoonfuls in the mouth. Mm-hmm. One of them might've had graham cracker in it. Yeah. I feel like in this pint, the graham was kind of all in the core. Mm-hmm. It wasn't around the edges. So I could see how when you get to the bottom, there wouldn't be. Yeah. A lot of gram left. The gram pieces were delightful. I will say I thought the strawberry flavor of this ice cream was nice. It was a little light, but it was definitely there. And mm-hmm. the texture was so good. Yeah. It was so good and creamy. It was super scoopable too, which I it, have have talked about before with vegan yeah. ice creams. I feel like especially coconut-based ones are like very hard to scoop. I wonder how much of that is our freezer though. But then this, this ice cream also came out of our freezer. Yeah. But also our... Fridge is, we, we, what a dud this fridge is. Right. It goes up and down with, with its, uh, performance too. Yeah. But yeah, I think when you do get a scoopable ice cream, it's a noticeable thing around this house. 
Mm-hmm. I thought the strawberry ice cream was great. Make no mistake, Daddy ate every drop. <laughs> Daddy, Daddy no, cleaned his plate. No more. I don't want to say is turning off. <laughs> her podcast app no. she's she's just sworn off po- i don't know why i'm she? assuming it's that they're a she they have sworn off podcasts altogether now sorry oh. um but it was great i wish there was more graham i was excited for the grand balance with the strawberry but hey at the end of the day good strawberry oat milk ice cream i'm gonna eat that too i'm gonna enjoy that what? I'm trying to remember if I had it twice. I think the kid had it twice. Okay. I think he asked for it again. I had it once. You had it once. I had it once. I thought it was really good. Yeah. I loved the texture. I loved the texture. I love a fluffy strawberry ice cream. It reminds me of kind of the strawberry shakes I used to get. But when I was in high school, I had a math teacher who during study hall would write me a pass to the parking lot. And so that me and my friends could go to this U-Pick farm that was near the school. This Why? is real. Because they it's a U-Pick farm. They grew strawberries. And you could get uh, strawberry milkshakes that they made with really good vanilla ice cream and then strawberries that had just been picked. Uh-huh. Um, and we would get ones for the teachers too. Oh. And so she'd write us the pass during study hall to the parking lot and we would go and get the milkshakes and bring them back and we would go to the teacher's lounge and give out milkshakes. This that's ir- is that's irresponsible. Yeah, but it's real. Also. Well, yeah, I'm not suggesting you're a liar, but that was irresponsible of that teacher. Not yeah. like the good teacher that you had. Mr. Miller. Sure. Yeah. Or Mr. Ivy. Get to, yeah, you get Mr. to the you get to teacher. I've had a lot of good teachers. Yeah. She actually was Mr. A- Ivy would never write you a pass to go get milkshakes. No. I don't think really it was me that the pass was for. It was my friend who was very responsible. I think she wouldn't have written me alone that pass. I think Mr. Ivy would have been like, you get to wait until an appropriate time to have that (laughs) sweet train. Probably. That's probably true. So um, Anyway, my point is this ice cream kind of reminded me of in in texture of those like creamy, fluffy shakes hmm. from Batten's Farm. Which I wonder if it's still there. So on a scale of one to ten Piccadilly sides, how many would you give to the Simple Truth Oat Milk Strawberry Graham Ice Cream? Well, I'll say that I'm disappointed that you didn't get to have any Graham pieces. Yep. I'm kind of bummed that it wasn't more distributed throughout because the Graham pieces were really nice. I enjoyed that in in my bowl that I had. Kind of like a cookie pieces texture, and it had that nice like molassesy graham flavor. Yeah. So that kind of, I think that I have to take them down a little bit for that because I'm sad that you didn't get to have that experience. And then don't I, worry about me though. This is about how oh, my your relationship alone. with the food. I've got my own relationship, and I'm a healthy grown up. Mm-hmm. So then I'm gonna give them an eight, only because I wish there was some chocolate in there. No, cho- mm. no chocolate was promised. Yeah. I just, I like chocolate in my ice cream. Fascinating. Sorry. Fascinating. Look. I'm looking. You know what I see? I said what I said. Solid take. Thank you. You want to know what I think? Mm-hmm. Okay. So I thought the strawberry was good. 
The texture was good. Daddy ate every drop. But I I purchased strawberry graham ice cream. And I didn't get that. And it's like, hey, if the bread's good, but your BLT's only got BL, you're not eating a BLT. You're not. You're gonna. You're gonna rate the BLT poorly, right? I agree. I'm with you. So, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Kroger. I'm gonna ding you. I gotta ding you here. Four Piccadilly sides. Four. Four Piccadilly sides out of ten. But let me ask you this: What is there a chance we got just we got a bum pint? Maybe they're better. Why mixed. is that my problem? Well, I'm saying should we try it again? I'm I'm happy to try it again, but I'm not going to change my rating based on the fact that my experience might not have been the objective experience, you know? Fair enough. Like, they need to do better if they want every pint to be balanced. The like, Because every one of those pints is going to an individual who's going to make their decision, like, who's going to have their own take on it. That's true. Did I ever tell you about, well, I'm sure I told you, have I mentioned on the pod about when I went to the Ben and Jerry's factory on that tour? Uh, I don't know. I don't think so. So many years ago when Ben and Jerry's first launched their vegan flavors, they flew a bunch of bloggers out to Vermont to try the flavors and learn all about their um, plant-based line initiative and we also got to go out to their factory and go on a tour which was really fun and if you ever are in vermont you should totally do the ben and jerry's tour because that's really fun there's a big slide you get to go down um but one of the things that they showed us which i'm not sure if this is part of the tour that they do for everybody or if they just did it for us but part of their like quality control process is they'll grab random pints off the line and then take a knife and slice them down the middle to make sure that things are mixed evenly. And if they're not, then they revisit that whole batch. That feels like theater. That's what they said they do. (laughs) I'm saying they are committed and I'm saying they must not have that at the Kroger factory. Yeah, they definitely don't have that at the Kroger factory, which I'm like, if it's a local parlor, even if it was Jenny's, I'd feel differently. Not a lot differently with Jenny's, but if it was like a local parlor or something like that, that was making their own ice cream and had like inconsistent experiences, or maybe you're being charitable. Maybe that is the experience. Maybe that is the objective experience, in which case they're underperforming across the board. We'd try again and find out. But um, that said, I've never experienced that with Ben and Jerry's. So either they do have your QC process or the one they the one they told there That just feels like You're making it sound like I made it up. Though. No, but it feels <laughs> like you're getting the John Hammond tour of Jurassic Park's DNA laboratory where coyly the DNA <laughs> and it's not coyly, it's uh I forget. But like the animated DNA guy is talking to John Hammond, like, and they're having a back and forth conversation and he has a script and everything. Like, it sounds a little bit like that. Like, oh, here's how we QC our pies. And then he pulls a machete out and like, <laughs> and like slices it in half and picks it up and shows it to everybody. <laughs> like, I think it was probably 
a kernel of truth in the day to day. Like, I'm not saying that you're lying. Yeah. Or that you're remembering the story correctly. I think that you went on a capital T tour and that their actual process is maybe a little bit less dramatic than that. They don't have an ice cream guillotine. <laughs> right. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> me too. They should do that as part of their QC. You know what, Ben and Jerry's, if you want to have me out to the factory and show me what your uh, normal people process is, I'm happy to to come out there and uh, verify. And I want to try that Colin Kaepernick uh, flavor too. Oh, yeah, so me too. Me that. And the vegan uh, American dream. That one I've heard is easier to find in stores. I can't find it. I can't even find the fish food. I want that fish food so badly. Yeah. So I'm saying, Ben and Jerry's, have us out. Yeah. We've got some some open open issues we'd like to. Yeah. We'll get you on the pod. <laughs> ben or Jerry. Yeah. We're not choosy about which one or both of you could come. I mean, we got that reach. <laughs> We're going to reach a six. Thank you all for listening. If you're enjoying the show, take a second to rate, review, and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. It really helps us out, and we just love reading those five-star reviews. We might even read yours on the pod like we did today. You can also follow us at Talkin' Tofu on Twitter or at Talkin' Tofu Pod on Instagram. And I'm at Glue and Glitter on all social media. I'm Line Leader on Twitter and Instagram. And we'd love to hear from you. Got a suggestion for a food we should try or thoughts about an episode? Just want to say hello? Write to us at TalkinTofuPod at gmail.com. That's talking without the G. Talkin' Tofu is a production of Caddington, Inc. Our music is by Delicate Beats. Bye. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.